Hello, hello everyone, Sonia's here, or if you prefer, Skippy. I admit I listen to both names on an equal level. What is this podcast about? Well, it's called Skippy's Corner and it's about anything and everything. Whatever comes to my mind, be it connected to Toastmasters, to yoga, to mindfulness, to meditation, to tons of books... Which I love to pets, guilty pleasures, food, travel, you name it, and I probably would be very happy to talk about. I hope you like it, and if you can, please like, follow, share, and feel free to comment. There is a Facebook page called with the same name, surprise, surprise, Skippy's Corner, or use in the anchor the possibility to message just let me know if there is any topic i should be pouring my mind over and i hope you enjoy it let's go to today's episode p.s just because i don't want to forget and i want to give a credit to a fantastic toastmasters named bea And part of her humor program she's doing is painting or drawing smiling animals. Yes, you guessed it. I have a picture of a kangaroo. Yay! Please check out the picture of today's podcast because, yep, that's the picture I was given today, drawn during the workshop especially for me, on my request. Guys, amazing! I simply know because it takes me much, much longer till I paint something and it was nicely drawn and given to me. I was first asked about which animal is my favorite at the end of a first workshop and by the lunchtime I had my own picture of a kangaroo. Yay! And that's really all. That's all, folks. Daddy, 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 da. Good night. Hello, hello, everyone. Skippy's here. Today is the day of the Toastmasters residential weekend. Let's call it a day number one. Well, yesterday we had the introductions. Well, to be precise, we have the arrivals and registration. Then we have a dinner, opening ceremony, networking and team activities, and then free program. And well, we did have that. But I want to talk about today. Because there were a few things that happened today, and I would like to share them. Let's start with that, that you can find the program and all the information on the web page, residentialweekend.cz and you'll find all the information. Even you find my name there, which I found and I realized that my fantastic partner in crime for district officers' interviews, a little bit messed up my surname, but otherwise did an awesome job because, well, she managed to talk me into so many different stuff and I agreed to it. (laughs) 
And the funny thing was, Sony, can you just take this roll? Yeah, sure. And Sony, can you take as well this one? Yeah, collecting feedback. Sony, can you be a sergeant of arms? Sony, and can you do the yoga? And Sony, can you... And then, a week ago, she's writing me on the messenger. Uh, Sony, so can I come with you on the residential weekend that you will do all the stuff? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And then I start to think, hang on. What exactly did I... Um, agree to that I will do? Well, well, you will be at the masterclass collecting the feedback. And I'm thinking, oh, that sounds pretty easy. You just go around the room, you collect the paper, you hand it over to the speaker. Ta-da! Well, that was my thinking. And <clears throat> I'll tell you a little bit about it a slightly bit later. The second thing which I realized that I promised was the fact that I will lead a yoga session for the Toastmasters. And that was just like, what? Hang on. What? I admit that till today, I know I have several teacher trainings, but so far I teach or give the yoga sessions to my friends whenever they ask or whenever they are interested and we just let's say go for a hike and then they want a bit of a stretching or in the work etc but technically I do know the people therefore I just realized that today at seven o'clock there might be people who will turn up to my yoga session I've never met before okay I'll definitely met them yesterday but I just realized that there might be people who just don't know me. I know I'm also super duper fantastic, but let's get back to the point. I always told my friends or the colleagues that might be people who never seen me before, like before this weekend. The panic started to crawl up. And you know what? On Tuesday, by an accident, I found out that web page with the program, and I check it out, and I realized that, yes, there is a yoga on Saturday and there is a yoga on Sunday. And my fellow Toastmaster who is doing the yoga on Sunday has been introduced to yoga by her father at the tender age of 13 years old. And from that time on, She's dedicating part of her life to it. She already been several times to India, to Rishikesh, and she has several, and I'm like, blooming hell. Okay, I have few trainings here in Slovakia. Okay, one of them was led by Indian, who is having a school as well directly in India. Otherwise, it was taught by Slovak. And I'm like... And I'm not giving the lessons to, you know, like the paid lessons or it's not my side job or anything. I just do it really as a... And I'm just like, gosh, my knees are trembling. And I'm thinking, okay, now I can't get back to my partner in crime and say like, you know what, I've changed my mind. Well, 
I took a breath in, I took a breath out, and I told myself, well, somehow it was, somehow it is, and somehow it will be. We will somehow manage. And therefore, today, instead of waking up at 6.30, I woke up around 5.30, 5.40, already with the butterflies in my tummy, that yay, how many people might turn up? Yeah, I'm slightly nervous. Just slightly. Anyways, I got downstairs. I walk over to the Congress Hall. I met my partner in crime. We unpacked several yoga mats. And the story with the yoga mat, you already know. And well... I was waiting. Uh, butterflies in my tummy were just nicely crawling from left to right, and from right to left, from front to back, from top to bottom. And I just told myself, okay, I'll just go through it. Interesting thing was that I was there with one girl, and then a boy came. And then another boy entered the room. And then the third one entered the room. And I'm like... Oh, guys, the heat training is in the next room? No, 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 we are for yoga. I was like, oh, uh, okay. Please take your place, take a seat. And there were a few people coming as well. The fellow Toastmaster who is going to give the lesson tomorrow. And I was like, okay, so now, now it's getting serious really serious and I've just decided you know what Skippy just get on with the flow don't do the panic stuff just get on with the flow well what will happen will happen follow your intuition gut feeling the sixth sense not the one with the Bruce Willis I mean you know the fifth sense and the sixth one just do it and I went on with it. And then, almost an hour later, when I dispersed the group at two minutes before eight, I was just like, <sighs> and I was talking with my fellow Toastmaster colleague today, a few minutes ago, that honestly, I even forgot to ask for a feedback because at that moment, at eight o'clock in the morning, the only thing I was thinking about after that yoga session was the breakfast. I admit, I'm not like my cat, that it's just a tummy on the four legs. But honestly, at that moment, there wasn't anything else in my mind. You can say that I was zen out, whichever way you like it. Fact is, <clears throat> the breakfast. The nice thing was that we packed uh, with two of our Toastmasters the yoga mats and I was talking and one of the boys was helping us to carry that to a different room so there is a space for uh, later for the workshops. And he said that it was really good. It was nicely progressing and he really enjoyed it. And I said like, yes. But I was still thinking about the breakfast. The breakfast was good, by the way, in case you 
They didn't want to hear it, but it was good. The fact is that that was one of the highlights. We need to get to the rest of the program of the Saturday, 11th of June, 2022, Residential Weekend. And the program was, after that, breakfast and the morning exercising. There was a keynote speech from Olivia Schofield, The Dark Side of the Heart. And I'm honestly, when my partner in crime told me, like, we will have a great keynote speaker. Her name is Olivia. And I'm like, okay, I do know a few models from the 90s by the first name, and I don't need the second name. But who the hell is Olivia? Honestly, I didn't know. Olivia Schofield, you know her. And I'm like, no. Well, pardon me. My fault, I'm probably not that observant. My fault, I just will need to catch up. But Olivia is a fantastic lady with a great sense for style and humor. How I know it? She loves pink. Come on, guys. She loves pink. She is a silver hair fox. And she is collecting the old teddy bears. What you are not loving? Come on. She had a super keynote speech about the realization that, yes, there are two sides of a heart. The one with the bright, shiny smile. The one that you put on your Facebook or the IG or the TikTok, Snapchat, whatever social media you use. In this world, obviously, majority of people are using, for unknown fact to me, LinkedIn. But that's the smiley face. That's the face you put out. Or majority of the people does. And then there is the other half. The half which is creating you. You as a person. You as master or mistress of disaster. You as a partner, as a child. As a parent. As a kid. As a co-worker neighbor that's something that does you that's those little things that happen to you and they left some mark that might be those things that you will never talk about but they are still there there might be those little wounds that happened that little scratches that are still marking your skin even though no one sees them that are those Little bumps and lumps that creating your soul. And being a Toastmaster is about living and revealing that side as well. Because it's not just that smiley face that it's creating whole you. Only both sides together are giving the sense of who you are and what you do. And I love the one of the pictures that Olivia put on a screen. And it was hilarious because she was having a presentation in one very unnamed IT company in the US. And the guys from the graphic center, they created a wonderful picture for her. <clears throat> if you're thinking that it's the same company as I work for, yay. And no, I won't tell you the name. 
let's not spoil this lovely podcast. After the keynote, we had a short break and then we have three options. And to be honest, I've decided to go with a workshop led by Alena and it was called Build Your Influence. Simple reason, I wasn't sure to what to choose. And I'm telling about, I'm talking about build your influence, sketch your speech, or intercultural communication with cultural competence. I was thinking, what the heck supposed to I choose? Well, yesterday's networking activity at the giraffe table made me aware of a lovely lady with name Elena. And guess what? She was leading this lovely influence workshop. So, choice was very obvious. I will attend this workshop. Yay! The thing is that all of us, and I mean really all of us, are influencers. Well, to be true, you probably know it, but in case you do not know it, it's the fact that we all are influencing everyone else around and everyone else is trying to influence us. What are the few things that we need to remember? Well, technically, if you're a good influencer and you are an influencer who is a good leader, you are serving the others. That's a very good thing to remember that that's an important part of the influencing job. And there are five things that you should remember in case you want to be a good influencer. And you know what? I will tell them. The first one is uh, that lead with your ears. That means that listen. Yes. You know why listen? Because simply said, we have one mouth and two ears as a very simplistic way, but the fact is that in case you're not listening, you can cooperate and you want to solve the situation. You want to help the others. That's why you need to lead with your ears. The second one is that, as I already mentioned, you want to help. So you want to be a solver of the problem. That means point number two, you are in the need to make it about the other person. It's not about you. Your fantastic ego needs to go on the side. Number three is that, well, there always will be some issues in the conversation. And you should not go as a bull going straight after the red color. You need to dance Maybe the twist, maybe the salsa, but you want to solve the problem and you just do it by the dancing. Because, well, you can twist the arm, you can see where some legs, you can sell the kidney, but if you want to be a good leader, you are serving, and as you are serving, you are dancing. You are dancing with the conversation, trying to find the right way. Number four. Doing all three before, well, guess what? You are making a really good impression 
because you make the other side you're having the conversation with feel and look good about themselves. And you know it. People do love to talk about themselves as the first thing, but what they need more is the fact that they need to be listened to. They want to be appreciated, acknowledged, understood. And that's what the good leaders do. Last but not least was a fantastic exercise called Power Bubble. And in case you want to know more about it, well, you were supposed to be here. And because you weren't, you might just contact Alenka and maybe ask about it. Or maybe you just talk to the organizers. Maybe they give you more information. But I'm not going to spill out all the beans. <sighs> After this, there was a short break called coffee break. And during that break, guess what? It's like desiata, by the way. Just the fact it was at 11, not at 10. The funny fact was that, yes, we do had some teas, coffees, a little bit of a cake, and, well, a bit more of a cake or snack. And then there were two options. Mastering disastering or the Walt Disney creativity strategy. And the fact is that we usually do panic when something happens. I've decided that mastering disastering is the right thing. The truth is that, yes, it is important because have you ever done the presentation? You're ready. You rehearsed. You prepared the slides. You're ready to present it. And the technology just fails you. Hmm. Or... You don't use the presentation because what if the technology would fail you? You just learn some text. And then you're standing there up front, the audience, and you just realize that you have that so-called blank, or as we call it in Slovakia, window. And there is not even a word from what you wanted to say. <sighs> or you entry to the stage and you triple over the cable. You forgot uh, to acknowledge someone and you know that you were supposed to. Yeah, there could be various types. And it's not just connected to toastmastering and public speaking. You definitely have your own bunch of uh, disasters. And our workshop leader, Kyle, is the person who is dedicating his professional life to handling the disastering. And the funny thing is that, yeah, I think that part of his workshop was a little bit of half-prepared troubles that he gently pushed towards him so he can show us what to do when some disasters happen. And to be honest, up his sleeve is a ton of a various occasions when there was certain a disaster that happened. Oh, well, some were more funnier, some less. But the truth is that when there is a disaster, the main idea is to think about that. You are definitely not the first one to whom happened something similar. 
I know you want to be proud and you want to be definitely the number one and the first one. But the fact is that, well, in the world there are, what, almost 9 billion of people? And there were billions who lived before you. And in a certain way, everything already happened because it did. Therefore, when a new disaster happens, you miss the plan to do something, something crashes. Think about that. Breathing in and breathing out is a good start. Acknowledging that, yes, disasters do happen. And maybe you don't have to be exactly like super happy that, oh, let's bring some disaster in. At least Kyle maybe does that. But acknowledge that it does happen and it is a possibility that it could happen. And it's perfectly fine. Plus, we did get some fun stuff and we were... <laughs> having a party <laughs> and we had the balloons and some buzzers and this kind of stuff and <laughs> well I kept my I don't even know how it is called well a squeaking sound and I was uh, to be honest I was like a five year old child and we agreed at the table when we were working in a group that yeah looks like the inner little child is kick to life when it sees that there are balloons and some confetti and this kind of stuff. After this workshop, well, we took the picture and we had the lunch. And then it was the time for another round of our workshops. By that time, I realized that I've learned a little bit more about the masterclass. And what I've learned wasn't keeping me very comfortable because I was told that, well, the masterclass is the fact that several people will present their speeches and then the people who are in the audience will write the feedback and then they will split into groups and there will be a person who will be collecting the feedback. And you know what that means? That that person for half an hour is organizing and leading a discussion for the people who are giving that feedback and say he or she is taking notes and putting together the feedback that person who was speaking can use for the overnight preparation so tomorrow that person can speak up and show off the improved speech. Yay. Slightly different to just collecting bits of paper. <sighs> that means I wasn't very calm. Like, almost not so, not so ever. And especially when I got again the questions. Skippy, so uh, tell me when you started with the Toastmasters? Uh, you already know it. Yeah, well, I want to have a proper introduction for you. Okay, 2013. And... Uh, which club? Okay, this one. Okay. Why did you came to the Toastmasters? My company trainer sent me that I'm way too talkative. I might enjoy it. Why you stayed? Well, the club is speaking in English and I love English. Okay. I'll put that down. And he really said it later on. But I'll get to that. 
we had a lovely lunch and then we started with another round of workshops. This time we had an option among the three. Negotiations. Series with icebreakers. How to create memorable experience. And the last one. How your hat, heart and the six hats can improve your decision making. And I admit that I've heard about the methodology called six, ha- uh, six hats. And I've decided that it is a clever thing to have a look at it. And in case you've never heard about it, Edward de Bono is the author, or at least he claims it. And it's the idea to align people in the group when there are some decision or there needs to be some decisions done. And every time there is someone, guess what, in a blue hat who is like a leader or, to be honest, coordinator sounds better. And that one is organizing the group to align and to have the same hat at the same moment. In this case, the white hat is the moment when we are dealing with data, analysis, numbers, tables, you know, all the Excel crap. Then the red hat is the emotions time. Emotions and feelings. That means you can say what you feel and you don't have to explain it. You just say, I don't like this idea. I love it. It's fantastic, etc. Then that's one, two, three from right. Then we have yellow and black. Yellow as a sunshine is the positive one. So everything positive about the situation is the time right now for it. The black one is the opposite. Well, I wouldn't say negative, but I would say cautious and concerned one. The last but not least is the green one, which is for the creativity. And the task of a person who is wearing the blue hat is to keep during the meeting to make sure that the people are wearing the same hat at the same time, bringing up the ideas and then switching the hats at the same time, again, bringing what is at that moment needed. And at the end, it's supposed to make a smoother and easier decision making. It was an interesting workshop, and I admit that it explained the theory about the six hats in a deeper level, because I knew from before that there is, or there are some six hats, and you're just switching them, something, something, something. The only, I wouldn't say problem, but maybe a thing was that this workshop was a little bit rushed, And I would probably appreciate more of the practical part. Well, we still have few few more workshops and I want to talk about them. So let's go to the break. And there was another three choices. Slicing the salami. When the heart shivers. It's not just about the speaker. Crafting an evaluation. And I've chose to go to a workshop called When the Heart Shivers because it was already mentioned through the Mastering of Disastering and as well the Six Head Theory 
And it was supposed to be connected to breath and mindfulness. And boy, that was a workshop. You do know it. How you are breathing, and I'm hoping you all are breathing, because that means that we are all alive. How you are breathing is influencing everything what's going on inside you. Do you know that? Have you ever thought about it? That means that if you can't breathe in properly and you are hunched over your computer, well, you can't breathe properly. And in case you're supposed to say something and you don't get the air, well, you probably won't sound very confident. And you won't probably deliver your message to the other side. And again, back to the point, doesn't matter if it's a Toastmaster, if it's your boss when you are asking for a higher salary, or is it your beloved one asking why you didn't clean up the kitchen? And we had the explanation of how to stand properly so we nicely breathe in into the rectangular, as it was called. Because you need to, <clears throat> uh, don't pull out your <clears throat> bottom part as you are sitting on it, or as it was called by the workshop leader, duck, Donald duck, that you just need to a little bit set the pelvis underneath you. You just will gently breathe in the belly in. You pull the shoulders up and down. You create the rectangular shape and you just breathe directly into the diaphragm. And when you're breathing, you should think about the fact that it's just not breathing into your collarbones. That proper breathing is happening all the way to the belly and that it's going through the diaphragm. That there is some diaphragm working, that there is a pelvic floor that it's working, that there are ribs which are expanding and then getting back, there is a whole anatomical thing going on. And I really enjoy that our workshop leader, Monica, put a lot of enthusiasm and energy into that. And bearing in mind that she is dancer, singer, partial actor and everything else around, it was amazing to listen to her. Especially bearing in mind that she was presenting among all the other seasoned Toastmasters and she joined only last October, November. Amazing job. I really enjoyed the, this workshop and it was great that the practical part was helping me and was connecting, at least for me, the dots between the mindfulness the breathing, the yoga, the meditation, etc. I really did enjoy it. Last but not least, there was another coffee break, this time almost without the tea. Unless I was a pain in the bottom part, then I asked my partner in crime to get us some tea and it, it did work out. But there were last three options. How to deliver energy. The fun factor, introduction to mindfulness. And you know me, just because I already talk about the lot, I went to the mindfulness one. And I was not disappointed. I got few new information. I got 
a little bit more of information about how much stuff is really going through our heads. And blimey, it, it's a way too big. According to newest researchers, researchers, it's around 74 gigabytes of information for the one day. That could be like 16 films in a one day. Honestly, guys, how many films you can watch in one day? Like, just in one day. If I'm watching, like, two, I barely remember the first one. And, yeah, I'm probably way too old to do that binge-watching of Lord of the Rings for the whole weekend because I might be just not remembering what happened on Saturday, on the Sunday evening. The fact is that we had several things and our workshop leader explained us what the mindfulness can do for us. She gave her own personal story how it helped and it was really a touching one and it just reminded me I got into it and I love the fact that she told us a bit more about easy practices that could be used and started straight away in a life that she started with a three bed three breath exercise or the observing how we eat, how we walk, how we talk and this kind of stuff, which are very simple and very easy tasks that could be done. And that means that was another super duper workshop for me, which cleared the space for the last bit, the masterclass itself. The masterclass where three people will present their five to seven minute speeches and then the people will write the feedback and they will be split. And then is my task to lead the discussion and the feedback giving. Yay! I loved uh, how I was introduced with my two fellow co-moderators for each group and the speeches were really good. They were very interesting from the content point and there were ideas already that came to my mind what I would give as a feedback. And the only thing that I was worried that if I will have enough people to give the feedback, luckily I'm obviously putting a good impression because there were several people who left the room with me and went to the room we had dedicated for this. I have my own personal assistant who was helping me with writing the notes and we welcomed almost 25 people 2025 and we had 25 minutes allocated we very nicely overrun it by 10 extra minutes when most of the people decided that okay it's the time to leave because we really put loads of stuff on the on the paper and we put loads of ideas that the speaker could improve for tomorrow. But I stayed a little bit longer and I talked with the speaker and uh, her partner and we were still brainstorming. And there was a boy who came in and gave a further feedback and we were discussing it. And to be honest, we almost missed uh, the start of a dinner but luckily, my partner in crime got in like, are you not hungry? I was like, no worries, I can eat anytime. 
But it was amazing to see how the group of people got together and was brainstorming and giving the suggestion what could be improved, how could it be improved, and what could be done differently to make that speech even a better one. What I liked was that there were moments when I wasn't sure how the speaker is accepting the feedback and how is she taking because she was taking the notes and we were taking the extra notes on the board. And I like that people were giving the ideas <clears throat> and they were complimenting each other's opinion and giving further and further suggestions. We even had a newbie, a girl who got this residential weekend as a birthday present from her sister. She'd never been to Toastmasters. And this was her birthday present. And she gave her feedback. And it was amazing. Well, at the end, I nicely patted my, myself on the shoulder that, well done, Skippy, dinner time. The fact is that right now I'm recording this and downstairs is a bachata lesson. Maybe the party. I will need to go and check it out. And I know that I've already watched and laughed a lot at the stand-up comedies from two of our Toastmasters friends. And with that, I think it's time to check the party downstairs. Tomorrow's program will be left for tomorrow. I hope you enjoy this podcast. And maybe we see each other at the next residential weekend. Who knows? It's up to you. Ciao.